From JMI Wealth, this Thursday morning, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Good morning, Mike. The business opinion, you got to say, all things considered, not bad. Not bad. I think that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, we're getting quite a lot of uh, local data this week, Mike, which is good because it keeps your mind off this grind of the lockdown at the same time sort of adding to this store of information we're getting on the impact of the economic interruption. So yesterday, um, ANZ released the preliminary reading of the ANZ New Zealand Business Opinion. This is the October flash reading. Yeah, Mike, New Zealand businesses, particularly Auckland businesses, are seemingly, they're holding their nerve, they're holding their confidence, which is remarkable because this is turning into a real grind. So remarkable resilience is the description, which I think is very apt. So headline business confidence edged uh, edge two points, so move two points to minus nine, so that edge down slightly. But check this out, business's own activity jumped six points to plus 26, and the forward-looking indicators are holding up well. Investment intentions lifted, and here's a surprise, expected profitability even saw a lift. And that's notable, Mike, because cost pressures continue to be extreme. 85% of people expecting uh, cost, uh, are reporting those cost pressures. So from a survey point of view, that's almost universal. 85% of people reporting high costs. And think back to the recent QSBO, which had quite a different uh, take on those costs. Now, inflation pressures, and we'll talk the, uh, more about these a little later on, but not going away at all. Expectations for inflation are above 3% and almost two-thirds of businesses are expecting to increase prices in coming months. So I suspect you will be paying more for many things between now and Christmas, a high degree of certainty over that. But I keep saying it, Mike, very consistent themes coming through in these forward-looking surveys. Uh, cost pressures very much a negative, but on a positive, oh. businesses are doing it tough, but they're also trying to look through the interruption. Well, aren't we all? But if you look mm. at food, food's going to be up. And uh, I mean, the American numbers out this morning, they're through the roof. And then you've got the rental yep. numbers as well. Yeah, inflation, it's still there. You can see, I mean, you can see what businesses think will happen. So two pieces of sort of, I suppose, input into the inflation pitch yesterday, Mike. Um, this is all building to the big third quarter inflation reveal on Monday. That'll give you something to look forward to over the weekend. Mike, won't it? You can look forward to an inflation number on Monday. Now, yesterday, food price inflation and rental. Food prices rose 0.5% in September, but when you seasonally adjust them, it's up 0.9%. It doesn't seem like a lot, but that's only a monthly number. And it's also a little bit unusual because it's the start of spring. Spring has sprung and normally delivers cheaper food, for, uh, cheaper fruit and veg. So if you look into the categories, chicken, pork, and the old chocky bickies, I don't know if that was the Tim Tams or the Mellow Puffs. I don't really do chocolate biscuits, Mike, but well, they all went up. Eggs went up too, so meat and poultry as a category lifted. General grocery prices lifted. Fruit and veg fell, but that reverses when you apply seasonal adjustments. So food prices for the year up 4%. Lurking in the background, Mike, you can see the effects of labour shortages, uh, higher wages, increase in production costs, supply chain issues, all having a, a role to play in higher food prices. Rents, uh, a modest rise in what they call the stock measure, 3.2% for the year. That's people staying put, what they call the flow measure. That's when people move up 7.8% over the year. That feeds into the CPI. What does it mean? Well, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, Mike, but it's not pretty. Um, seeing forecasts around 1.7%, 1.8% for the quarter, which means that annual inflation yep. could hit 4.5%. The peak, if you see that in the fourth quarter, could be closer to 5%, so high fours. So there's the reason why your interest rates are going up, Mike. You don't need to be a brain surgeon to figure that out. You do not indeed. Give me some more numbers. 
The Dow Jones was under a bit of pressure early on. JP Morgan, uh, one of the first big banks to release uh, figures, and they, uh, although they profit was good, it's the forecasts that uh, that people are concerned about. But the Dow Jones down was down over 100, now down 42 points, 34336. Uh, the S&P 500 uh, is flat, 4352, and the Nasdaq at 14,529 is up 64 points. Um, overnight, the FTSE 100 gained 11. Uh, 7141 at the Nikkei, 28,140 down 90 points. Uh, Shanghai Composite up 15 yesterday, 3561. The ASX200 lost 8 points yesterday, closing at 7272. And on the NZX50, we gained 0.22%, that's 29 points. 13,025 was the close on the currencies. Kiwi dollar against the US on the wholesale markets, 0.6956 US, 0.9433 Aussie. 0.6008 euro, 0.5097 against the pound, 78.91 yen, gold $1,792.72, and Brent crude still holding up $83.54. Well, I might see you tomorrow. Appreciate it very much. JMIWealth.co.nz.